Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Hi and welcome to Eating Fried Chicken in the Shower bonus episode, which means I'm joined again by clinical psychologist Saab Jahal. Kia ora, James. Hello. Kia ora, brother. Look, I want to talk about something quite personal today. Um, I want to talk about suicide and about the effects on those around you. Um, you know, I'm a survivor myself and I often wonder about the effects um, if I had been successful what that would have done to the community around me. Can you speak about perhaps the, the, the mental health trauma that goes around? Yeah, so maybe I'll start off with, you know, if you, do, if you are worried about someone and their risk of suicide, then um, one of the things that you shouldn't be afraid to do is to ask them. Because actually by asking and by listening to the answer, you could actually help to save their life. Um, there doesn't seem to be evidence that this is kind of putting the idea in people's heads, but your response to what it is that they might tell you then might go a long way to perhaps changing that situation for them. So that's the, the first thing I would say. But I think you're absolutely right. For people who have had suicide of loved ones, of people that they know in their lives, then the ripples that go through that community of people who knew them, um, of people who perhaps are living with that loss in the future also, continues to ripple. And I think that one of the things that you should not do is to think that um, you are being selfish for asking for assistance with coping with that, because I think that it's a very valid thing to do. It's a deeply affecting loss in people's lives uh, and can, like I say, ripple through those networks um, considerably. So I think you should always reach out and, and ask for help in that situation. What can we do when someone does take their life uh, in, our, in our circles, in our, in our community? What can we do to be kinder to ourselves? Yeah, I think when we're um, listening to each other, perhaps speaking about that, um, whether we're talking about after the event of the suicide or perhaps we're talking with the person themselves, is that um, not being, uh, not rushing to a solution. You know, often that's what we want to do. When we listen to somebody, we're often thinking about, well, what does this mean for me and what do I need to do in order to make this situation better? Whereas actually what we perhaps can do that's most helpful at that time is to listen deeply as to what is happening for that person. And not just to the surface of the words, mm. but actually listening between the lines as to what this person is actually trying to say to you, which may be quite different to what it looks like on the surface. And when we can't do anything, and there's other emotions there, like anger, you know, what, what can we do with that? I think you're right. I think there's, there can be anger, there can be guilt, yeah. um, there could be a feeling of shame that perhaps we 
didn't do, what it, we feel like we could have done in that situation and replaying that in our minds all, all the time. Um, and I think it is really, really important that if we are experiencing that, that it can, we recognise it as scary, we recognise it as stressful, and that it can be taxing as well. And I think that um, we do have systems that are available in New Zealand that we um, understand that living through somebody else's suicide completion is a very difficult situation for people to go through. It's not just the person, it's the whole community, it's the whole family system that's affected by it. And maybe not just for the moment, but also going into the future. So I think it's good to prepare yourself to understand that actually this may ripple forwards uh, in your life and may come up at times where you think actually you weren't affected by it or you're over it and it can come up again for you in unexpected ways. So I think preparing yourself for that uh, and having that knowledge in mind helps a little. But then also making sure that you have a good support network and part of that might be people that you already know and part of that might be professionals who perhaps don't know your situation but are skilled at dealing with this situation in general. And getting to know your situation may be able to assist you in dealing with those feelings of anger or regret. I was going to actually ask about that because, you know, often we talk about, hey, have a support system, um, have a community around you. But sometimes I, I think in these situations, especially with grief, um, you know, maybe it speaks to just that kind of man alone idea that we have as New Zealanders. People internalise mm. uh, and they will try and, and deal with this by themselves. Is there, is there something that they can do perhaps to, to start that journey to, to building a current, uh, community around them? Yeah, and it may be that the first thing that people do is just recognise and understanding what's going on for them and their need might be to be alone and process for a little while. But often it's, um, it's good to be able to recognise even in yourself and starting to write these things down perhaps and get a bit of an external view and seeing how this is tracking over time for you. So mm -hmm. one of the first things that you can do is to perhaps journal a little bit and yeah, write these yeah. things down and then perhaps over you know you look back over the week or over the month and you see actually you know what's the pattern there is there certain thoughts that keep coming up or certain emotions that th that keep coming up for you and then you can start perhaps you know reflecting upon those emotions and those thoughts with other people in your support network too and then if they seem to be common a common experience then that that may be something that can be talked about further or it may be something that's unique to you and that's okay too but the only way that really that we can come to terms with something like this as much as we're able to is to start to make sense of our experience and this is one way of getting a handle on that and is that is that the fundamental difference is not necessarily trying to make sense of the person who's taken their life's experience is but actually focus on making sense of our experience of the trauma we may be faced with the uncomfortable fact that we'll never fully understand why it is the person did what it is that they, they did and completed their suicide. The only thing that we have control over is the understanding that we have of the impact of that event in our own lives. And even that is a difficult journey for people to make sense of. But really, understanding the impact is really the key for us to be able to move forwards in our own lives. Uh, rather than focusing upon what it is that the person did or why it is that they may have done it, because there may be incomplete answers there that are just not solvable. We'll leave on that wisdom. Thanks very much, clinical psychologist Saab Jahar.
Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.